the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of one-on-one, the quick ones edition, NFL Power Rankings here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. It is September the 30th, and, you know, I'm just excited because we're hitting in the week four of the NFL season, and uh, these first three weeks, we've seen some very interesting storylines kind of pop up here and there. Some teams that we didn't think would be 3-0 and are 3-0. and the power rankings have taken a big shift of uh, this week. So some teams that I was still trying to figure out, man, are they worthy of being in that top 10? Well, you know what? You start off three and zero, oh, and uh, you, you deserve to be there. So this week's power rankings, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. But definitely uh, it's been a very interesting week seeing who's dropped, who's moved up. We've had some really fun games, but this NFL season has been fun and you can't deny that. The season has been so much fun so far. Uh, I know I've enjoyed it, and so I hope that you all out there haven't been enjoying it. But, of course, here we want to make sure that we give you the most accurate power rankings as as, as close as possible, as I should say. Uh, and it's definitely been a fun ride. But let's go ahead and get into it. There's no need to sugarcoat this bad boy. Let's go ahead and give you the power rankings heading into week four um, this week. Uh, tonight we've got the Bengals taking on the Jaguars. So that's going to be a fun one. And I can't wait to see, you know, how that kind of plays out. And to be honest with you, I got the Bengals in this one. Sorry, Jaguars, but (laughs) but we'll also, we'll see how that breaks down as the week goes, but we got another fun week of football heading our way. Now let's go ahead and get this thing started with the bottom. So the bottom teams after week three, this is the way I have it as of right now. Number 32, dead last, the New York football Jets. I I wish there was more I could say about this team other than I feel really sorry for Zach Wilson right now. <laughs> um, this team is just, they're bad. And they're, I know it's a kind of a rebuilding process with Robert Saleh there. I like him as a coach. I really do. I think he could be a really good coach there. Uh, but is he set up to fail? Um, hopefully that is not the case. But the way this Jets team has started off the season, it's it's a little bit tough. And now a lot of people didn't think that this Jets team would be good, including myself. I think I had them with two wins, and that was me just being generous. I think I had them beating uh, the Texans. I think they play them a little bit later in the season. And I think I had them sneaking one of the um, uh, Patriot games. But as we know, it <laughs> hasn't looked good so far. Uh, and another tough one uh, will be coming up this week for the Jets. So uh, just having <laughs> fingers crossed that they will pull one out this season and hope that we don't see Zach Wilson continue to fall by the wayside, unfortunately, because he's so young in the game 
And as my man Jansen Harris of the Just Good Network, you know, said, and he's a young quarterback. And sometimes the young quarterbacks just need a chance to develop. And he's getting thrown into the fire with a really, 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 really bad team. So it is what it is. Uh, but hopefully things will get better. At 31, I got the New York football giants. Oh boy, this man, the state of New York right now, besides Buffalo, obviously. But <laughs> those teams that play in MetLife Stadium, it has not been cute uh when your teams are combining for an 0-6 record. Uh the Giants seem like they're they're closer, way closer than the Jets than getting a victory victory. They should have beaten the Falcons, but the reason why I picked the Falcons last week over the Giants is one main reason. And that's because they got Matt Ryan. In the end, sometimes experienced quarterback play uh comes in on a huge factor, especially with a matchup like this. That's why I went Matt Ryan. They did sneak it out in the end. But the Giants were competitive in that contest. But 0-3 uh, are the New York football Giants. Next, the Jacksonville Jaguars. 0-3. Um, I don't know want to say they're better than the Giants and the Jets, but it, it's kind of hard when you get to this point in the in the power rankings. The Jaguars were in a good spot against probably maybe top three, top, you know, top five team in the NFL right now in the Arizona Cardinals. They competed with them. You know, a young uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, in this situation, a young QB uh, throwing that pick six. That was that that was a tough one. And the the Jaguars competed. It just it just didn't it just didn't happen, you know. Um, but I will say I, I thought they went out there and they competed and they are getting better. So I got them at number 30. Number 29, the Detroit Lions. This one's hard because Detroit has played well in each of their three games. And I probably should have them above the Colts, but the Colts overall is a better team. I'm just just to be honest with you. But this Lions team has competed. They should have won the game against the Ravens. You know, there's still the controversy about uh, it should have been a delay of game. And now we haven't at least I haven't heard anything from the NFL on that end on what you know, what should have been called. But as a fan watching it. You know, as as someone in the media field watching it, watching that clock hit zero and another three or four seconds went off and he was able to, you know, have Justin Tucker eventually set up for a 66 yard uh, field goal, breaking an NFL record at the time. Uh, you got to feel bad for the Lions. They were beating the Packers last week uh, and then they just couldn't score in the second half. They got smoked initially by the 49ers and then they made a dramatic comeback. So this Lions team is going to gonna surprise somebody at some point we just don't know when uh the indianapolis colts uh this colts team I, i'm sad by this because i felt like they would be a little bit better um i know my my uh, rankings at the beginning of the season didn't have them too much you know better than what they got going on now but i just think that if you look at this team they should be better than what they are and having you know carson Wentz at quarterback and you know, that quarterback position, even though it looked like it should be stable, it just isn't. So the Colts, you know, 0-3, I hate to see them that far down on this list, but that's where they are. 27, the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I know my man Danny Thompson is going to be a little bit happy this week. He was mad at me last week because I had him at the very bottom. But they jumped up uh, quite a few spots here, and they're at 27 with the victory over the Giants. Like I said, once again, Matt Ryan came through in the clutch. Um and he was able to uh, help, you know, Omelade Zacchaeus, the guy from UVA, making things happen, getting the, the go-ahead touchdown. So Falcons get the dub there at 27. 
26, the Bears. Woo, the Bears had a rough week against uh, the Browns. And it's a very tough start for young Justin Fields. Uh, this Bears team, only 47 yards of offense in an entire game. And people have been making fun of the light that Justin and Tucker hit a 66-yard field goal, and that was more yards than what the Bears put up in this entire game against the Browns. 26-6, wasn't close. Tough way for Justin Fields to start you know, his first career game. Very tough way. But I got the Bears at 26 because I still like that defense. And I think they can, you know, eventually kind of get it together. But that quarterback situation is very bleak right now uh, with Fields and Dalton. And, and it looks like Foles might be back in the mix. Next, the Texans. The Texans lost tough one to the Panthers. I thought Texans were in the mix. I thought they had a chance to win that game. But uh davis mills he you know he played the best he could under the circumstance the texans kept it close for a while and then the panthers were able to kind of push away at the end on that one but i got the texans at 25 24 the new england patriots now the patriots uh took on the saints and it started off a little tight and then james winston was out here closing his eyes and throwing the football up and somehow getting touchdowns out of it. I couldn't tell you how, but that's what went down. Uh, but the Saints looked a lot better than they did against the Panthers, against this Patriots team. Uh, and we got a chance to see uh, the team that we know the Saints can be. But the Patriots still kind of figuring things out. But they better figure it out this week because guess who's coming back home? Thomas Brady and the Buccaneers are coming to New England. It's going to be a huge matchup. It's going to probably be a huge, just, it's going to be a big game. People are going to be uh, hyped up and ready for this on Sunday night. Heck, during the Sunday night game this week, all they talked about was the Patriots and Bucks game. The Packers game is going on with the 49ers, and all they could talk about is, guess what, Thomas Brady coming back to New England. It's all you heard. So be ready for that one this week. Uh, I know my man TC up there in the New England area is going to be hyped about this one to see OTB12 come back in town. Next, 23, the Dolphins. Dolphins 1-2. and two. Uh, They did a really good job in that contest against – the Las Vegas Raiders, they had a chance to come back uh, and win that game. Now, they got it in the overtime, but Derek Carr incorporated, were able to pull that bad boy off, and now the Dolphins are one and two, but they definitely competed in that contest, and Jacoby Brissett incorporated gave it a run, just couldn't make it happen. At 22, the Washington football team. All I can say is wow, and, man, Washington's got to figure something out. Uh, they got a 43 spot put on them. That defense does not look Super Bowl-like. The bad thing about it is all we talked about in Austin, including myself, a Super Bowl defense. But in this case, it was more like, you know, the, the defenses of old. It's got so much, so much defensive talent on this team, and I hate to see them playing like that. But it's only going to get a, it's only going to get tougher for the Washington football team because they've got some doozies this year. Seattle's coming into town. They got the Chiefs. They got the Saints. They got the Falcons this week. So that that might be a little bit of a reprieve. We'll see. But uh, they got some tough ones coming up. They've got to figure that thing out quick. Uh, next, the Philadelphia Eagles one and two tough loss to the Cowboys on Monday night, uh, forty two to fourteen. It was just it was rough. It was it was hard to watch. Uh, but they just couldn't get anything going offensively. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? So there it is. There's the bottom uh, here on the power rankings. And next on that, we got the outside looking in. So the outside looking in here 
after week three, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they're number 20 at one and two. Uh, tough loss to the Bengals this week. Tough loss to the Bengals this week. And looking at what Big Ben has, uh, you know, tried to get going, it just it just didn't click. It was it was hard to watch this game, knowing that this is a Pittsburgh Steelers team. And I know Pittsburgh fans have to be feeling a little bit on edge right now, but I still got them in the outside looking in because I feel like they're one of those teams, especially on the defensive front, that can crank it up uh, at any time and start looking like a playoff team just like that. Next, the Minnesota Vikings. They're one and two. Big win against Seattle. Big win against Seattle this week. Uh, and they played really well at home. They Their first two games were on the road. They get the dub at home. And and let's be honest, I mean, Kirk Cousins has looked really good. He's looked really good. Even in the losses, he's looked really good. But, you know, like I said, we'll see what Kirk Cousins can throw out, do throughout the rest of the season. But, I mean, this Vikings team could easily start cranking things out. They could easily be 3-0. We could, we could have the Vikings in the top 10 right now because they competed with the uh, – Cardinals they were in that mix they should have won that game they took the Bengals who are two and one now in the overtime and then obviously they win this one against the Seattle team who we had ranked in the top 10 at the beginning of the season so Vikings at 19 next the Saints the Saints are the lowest two and one team on the totem pole for me and it's only because of quarterback play play I'm not a hundred percent on Jameis Winston even though I, I feel like he still could grow into something special if done right but i just it's something about it i can't quite i can't quite figure it out uh but they are two and one and you know this saints team will try to continue to grow they've got a giants game a giants team this week that should be a win for them they'll be three and one uh unless the giants can pull something out of their hat because it's been looking really rough next the number 17 team the seattle seahawks this has been rough. I don't think I've ever seen Seattle uh, kind of just not look like Seattle. Uh, that defense is not good, uh, to be honest with you. That defense is not as good as it used to be, and it shows. The Legion of Boom days are long gone. And, you know, Russell can only do so much. And that's this team has to figure out a way to get things going because that NFC West is nasty. <laughs> they, they are nasty and as you can see the seahawks are the lowest of the nfc west teams so far and that means the other ones are high 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 up on the list so we got seattle at 17 at 16 we got the kansas city chiefs i didn't think i would ever be saying this but this is the first time since 2015 that the kansas city chiefs are in last place they haven't been in last place since 2015 it's been six years since the Kansas City Chiefs were in last place in the division. So that's got to tell you a lot. And they've had really tough games to start this season. Now, just to give them, you know, a little bit of leeway here. And I know a lot of people say, well, they've got Pat Mahomes. There's no leeway there. No, you got to give them a little leeway because you took on a really tough Browns team who we had ranked in the top 10. They took on a really um, tough Baltimore Ravens team led by Lamar Jackson, who's one of the best quarterbacks. Uh, in the NFL, plus they have a solid defense. So even though there wasn't too defensive in that game, but regardless, you took on a tough Ravens team. Then they took on a, a tough Chargers team led by the young uh, QB, Justin Herbert. And that Chargers team had played them well the last couple of times they played, I believe, even last year, and don't quote me on it, but I believe they beat them last year in a matchup, or at least they were knocking on the door. And I'm having a little moment on that, but this Chiefs team 
at one and two is surprising to a lot. But I know my man Jay Quimmy is smiling because he had them finishing in second in that division. All right, y'all. That's the outside looking in. Steelers, Vikings, Saints, Seahawks, and Chiefs. All right, now it's time for the top 15. We finally made it to the top 15 to see who are our top 15 teams heading into week number four. So let's start it off with the team we just finished talking about a couple of seconds ago, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens in a, I don't know you want to call it luck. You can call it whatever you want. But the Ravens uh, were able to beat the Lions in a a, a physical matchup uh, two to one. And excuse me, um, not two to one. They're two and one, but they won. I believe it's seventeen to sixteen. And the game itself was just—it was—it was a tough one all the way through, all the way through. So this Ravens team—they're uh, still in the mix. They're two and one. I will say that I, I let that that Chiefs win kind of hold them, you know, still higher on this list. But uh, things could change. Now they got a Broncos team this week that is undefeated. And so this is a big test for the Broncos as well for the Ravens. Now the Ravens lose this matchup. The Broncos are going to look in, look sky high. This Ravens team, maybe not so much, but we'll see uh, here in week four. Next, also in that AFC North, the Cincinnati Bengals, number 14. I like what they did against Pittsburgh this week. This was a much needed uh, moral victory as well for Cincinnati. Yes, they won the game, but it was a moral victory. They have struggled against Pittsburgh, struggled against Pittsburgh. And this was a much-needed win, almost a new era. You see Joe Burrow and, and Jamar Chase out there reconnecting. Jamar Chase has four touchdowns so far in his young career in three games. They made fun of him in the preseason. They made fun of how he was, oh, you know, he's dropping the football. And, and people was like, oh, well, Look at him. He's going to be a bust. Now look at him. Now that that talk has completely changed, and the Cincinnati Bengals are looking pretty good right now. Next, at number 13, we've got the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are a really, 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 really interesting team because one moment they look really good. The next moment they look bad. It's like back and forth. Now, very uh, nice win against the Colts this week, but I will say this, Tennessee, you know, in that division, even though they're, they're probably the strongest team in that division, it's there's something there that I haven't quite figured out yet. Even though I had them going 14-3 and three at the beginning of the season, which that means they got to win. <laughs> they got to win the next uh, 12 games, and don't make me look bad, but that's besides the point. We'll see what happens as Tennessee – continues to grow they've got a uh, a game this week against the jets which they should win so we'll probably will be talking about a three and one tennessee team next week next the los angeles chargers the chargers with an impressive victory ladies and gentlemen over the kansas city chiefs and a lot of people didn't see it coming now on our network we had it as a landslide victory for the Kansas City Chiefs and that just didn't happen because you know why the Chargers wasn't trying to hear it and Mike Williams Mike Williams has looked like an absolute stud so far for this Chargers team and him Herbert and Allen they're just all clicking Eckler looks like he's getting back to form this Chargers team could make a lot of noise uh definitely look like they could be playoff bound but like I said it's way too early to even really truly 
say if they're going to be playoff bound or not. But so far, so good for the Los Angeles Chargers. Next, we got the San Francisco 49ers at 11. This is uh, a San Francisco team last week. We're in the top 10, slipped back just two slots um, after their loss to Green Bay. But San Francisco fought in that game, and they almost came back and won that game. But then there's that man, that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers were able to pull that one off. But San Francisco is going to be one of those teams that you got to continue to watch out for because they're just going to get better as the season goes along. Uh, I know we've heard a lot of fans, you know, low-key starting to whisper, hey, man, get Trey Lance in, get him in there, get let him start. Uh, Trey Lance came in, made a couple of good plays, uh, made had a touchdown in this contest. So, you know, and – Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing, and it, I think he's trying to supplement him in, uh, kind of how like the Bears were doing with Justin Fields. And we don't want the same thing to happen to Trey Lance as happened to Justin Fields. Now, obviously, the 49ers, in my opinion, are a better team uh, offensively than the Bears are. But still, you don't want a situation to come up. And then, wow, look at this. Oh, poor Trey Lance. He's getting beat up. And, and he's still learning. Let him learn behind Jimmy G. Sprinkle him in there. Still let the fans get a chance to see him. Let him grow. If you're San Francisco, you got your quarterback of the future. Let that thing uh, marinate. But I, I like what I see from San Francisco, man. They're very talented all the way around. Let's see what they can um, do uh, in the upcoming weeks. Number 10. Now, I know my man Larry Patterson is going to be happy, but I got, he still probably be like they should be higher because they're 3-0. But I got the Denver Broncos making the top 10. Uh, here they started the season off low on my totem pole. I've had the Broncos, I believe they were number 27, I believe, when we started the season 27 28. And now look at them, they have moved all the way up to number 10. They're in the top 10, they're three and oh. Now, the only thing for me, and I said this last week about this Broncos team, their wins have not come against phenomenal teams. Uh, probably teams that in most people's eyes, you look at them now and say they should beat those teams. The Giants, who right now are currently 31 on our on our um, power rankings. Then they beat the Jaguars, who are currently 30th on our power rankings. And then they beat the Jets, who are currently number 32. So they, as of right now, the Broncos have beaten the three worst teams in the league in our power rankings. So, yeah, I got them at 10 because I want to respect them on that end. But I'm going to tell you right now, their test coming this week against the Baltimore Ravens. If they can beat the Baltimore Ravens, they're definitely going to jump higher on my list here because Baltimore is a really solid team, a really good team. And so if Denver can go out there and beat them, I think the sky's the limit. The Broncos are going to continue to move on up on this countdown. Next, the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay, tough week one against the Saints. Battle back a little bit against the Lions last week. And most people say, well, they're just the Lions. This week they play against a playoff caliber team in the San Francisco 49ers, and they get the win. 30 to 28. As a Packers fan, you already know the first of all, if you're a Packers fan, you know this game shouldn't have even been as dramatic as it was at the end because they should have kicked that field goal when they were up 10 to nothing. But that's another story for another day. This this Green Bay Packers team. Got the win. They got a tough game against a Pittsburgh team that's going to be hungry for a victory coming in the Lambeau this week. We got the Packers at nine. Let's see if they can continue to crawl their way back up on the list. Number eight, the Dallas Cowboys. Want to put them a little bit higher, but I'm still we're still working the kinks out on this Dallas Cowboys team. They're two and one. Dallas takes, uh, well, I would say this. Dallas continues to grow. 
and I like what I've I've seen. That game against the Eagles, just a beatdown, an absolute beatdown. I thought it would be a little bit closer. I thought the Eagles would compete with them a little bit more, but Dak Prescott was looking good. Zeke Elliott looking like he's back in the form. Dalton Schultz, which I'm pretty sure is going to get picked up on a lot of fantasy teams uh, after his performance in uh, Monday night's game. So Dallas is on the move. Uh, they're continuing to try to grow and get things better. They got a tough matchup this week against a very tough Carolina Panthers team and the number one defense in the NFL. So the Panthers are 3-0, and Cowboys are 2-1, and this is another game for like the Panthers where this is a big test game. Kind of like the Broncos situation. If the Panthers can win this one, oh boy, oh boy. So Cowboys are eight. And speaking of that, the Carolina Panthers, we got them at seven. And just to elaborate on what we were just talking about, if the Panthers can go in and defeat the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas, I'm going to tell you right now, this Panthers team, people watch out because that defense is good. They did lose J.C. Horn. He's on the IR. Uh, we don't know when and when he'll be back, but – it's a tough, that's a tough blow for this Carolina team, but smart, very smart Carolina team made a trade with the Jaguars to pick up CJ Henderson, who was a top 10 pick last year. So just imagine this. Once they get JC Horn back, you're going to have JC Horn and CJ Henderson, two young studs at the cornerback position. And so great job by Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers. I, I like what the Carolina Panthers and what direction they're going in right now. So just great job to the organization. Number six, three and oh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Wow, man, this Raiders team has uh played heart attack football. So, if you're a Raiders fan, you're probably thinking, Look, man, can we just blow somebody out? Can we stop playing these tight games? Uh, you know, the, the overtime game against the Ravens in week one, uh, the, the overtime game that they had, you know, this week, and so it's just crazy, it, it's just been a wild wild um run here for the raiders but yet they're three and oh led by Derek carr who right now leads the league uh in passing yards and definitely in the mix as a mvp candidate but we'll talk about that a little bit later as well next number five the cleveland browns yes they are above the raiders but that's because this cleveland browns team should be three and oh they should be three and oh they shouldn't have lost that game to the Chiefs, and we'd be talking about an 0-3 Chiefs team, and then people really would be eye-opening. But this Browns team is really good, and they're going to um, have a very tough game against a Vikings team as Kevin Stefanski goes back to Minnesota this week to see uh, if he can beat his former team. So should be a good game. Should be a really good game out there in Minnesota this week as the Browns take on the Vikings. But I got the Browns at number five. At number four, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they're going to win this week. <laughs> they're playing the Texans. Uh, but Buffalo against a very good defense. And it doesn't look like that statistically right now. And they've given up a lot of points. But talent-wise, a very good, talented defense as the, with the Washington football team. They went in there and put up 43 points on that defense. 43 points. Emmanuel Sanders out there looking good. You know, Dawson Knox, who's had a pretty good season so far. I think Zach Moss had himself a really good game. Of course, the man myth and the legend that is Josh Allen out there balling out. The Buffalo Bills, all right, number four. Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Tampa Bay did lose uh, this week. Uh, they dropped two slots the first time. Tampa Bay has not been number one on our power rankings list. They slid down just a smidget to number three. Tampa Bay 
uh, took a very tough one against an L.A. team, but they were hyped there in L.A. And sometimes that, that thing kind of happens. You know, if they play this game tomorrow, Tampa Bay would probably win that game. If they were playing that game in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay probably wins that game. Uh, but like I said, it's I feel like the Rams and the Bucks are at that point right now that it could go either way. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to bounce back this week. And Tom Brady heading back to New England, it's going to be a crazy week. Crazy week out there in New England. Next one, number two. This one, I, I wanted to put them number one, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't after the performance of the other team that will be number one. But the Arizona Cardinals, 3-0. and Had a little bit of a tough run at the end there against uh, a very, um, you know, young uh, Jaguars team who looked like they were they were in there for the keeping. But the Jaguars are getting a little bit better as we go along. But this Arizona team and Kyler Murray, who are, you know, right now also looking like an MVP type of guy early in the season, you know, just watch out for him. I mean, Arizona is going to be uh, a tough one because this week our number two team on the power rankings takes on the number one team. That's right. We got Rams and Cardinals, 3-0. Three versus three and zero taking on each other at four o'clock on Sunday. Man, that's going to be a crazy one. I don't even know how I'm going to pick this one. Uh, so when you know when we do drop our uh, picks, you know it's going to be something to see. It's, it's definitely going to be something to see. But uh, I got the Rams at number one. Uh, the Rams are looking good, and there's no you know if ands and buts about that. The way that we've seen. This, you know, Matt Stafford, you know, I won't say revolution, but we've seen Matt Stafford look his best, his best, you know, and people are like, well, you know, Matt Stafford's always been good. This is true. And he just didn't have it, you know, a running game and he didn't have the running game. He didn't have the receivers that he has now in L.A. than he had when he was in um, Detroit. So right now, this Rams team look good. You know, uh, McVay looks happy. He was running all up the sideline. They got Deshaun Watson looking like he's from 10 years ago. I, I mean, I'm just telling you all around this Rams team. This Rams team is really good. And they started off 18 on our list. And now look where they are. They are number one heading into week four. All right, everybody. There it is. Those are our power rankings heading into week four. I will say this, this Rams team has been very impressive to me and seeing what they've been able to do uh, in these first couple of weeks and how impressive they look is just amazing. Cooper cup, Cooper cup, Cooper cup, Cooper cup, Cooper cup and, and, and Matt Stafford have something special going on right now. So uh, I like what I see there. Well, real quick, let's go through the review at the bottom, the jets, 32, the giants, 31, the Jaguars, 30 lions, 29 Colts, 28 Falcons, 27, Bears 26, Texans 25, Patriots 24, Dolphins 23, Washington football team 22, 21, the Philadelphia Eagles. In the outside looking in, the Steelers at 20, the Vikings at 19, the Saints at 18, the Seahawks at 17, the Chiefs at 16. And then we hit our top 15, the Baltimore Ravens at 15. The Cincinnati Bengals at 14. The Tennessee Titans at 13. The Los Angeles Chargers at 12. The 49ers at 11. The Broncos cracking the top 10 at number 10. The Green Bay Packers at 9. 
the Dallas Cowboys at eight, the undefeated Carolina Panthers at seven, the undefeated Las Vegas Raiders at six, the Cleveland Browns at five, the Buffalo Bills at four, the number three team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, first time not being number one on our power rankings, the Arizona Cardinals at number two at three and oh, and number one, the Los Angeles Rams. There it is. Those are our power rankings heading into week four. Now, of course, we cannot forget about our MVP. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, our MVP uh, candidates after week three. And they are listed right now. I got uh, a boy of mine, my man, George Roberts, mad at me because Dak is not in there. And I told him, I said, look, man, Dak's going to get back. You know, he had a really good week this week. But these four guys continue to just, in my opinion, run things as of right now. Number five, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is just is killing it right now. He leads the league in receiving. He's got 25 receptions with 367 yards receiving. And he's just he's been that guy right now. Uh, he's been that safety blanket for Matt Stafford. Cooper Cup also leads the league in touchdown receptions. So he leads the league in yards, receptions, and touchdowns right now. Cooper Cup is coming in at number five. Number four. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry right now leads the league in rushing. Once again, uh, 353 yards on the season. He, he's the workhorse for that Tennessee team, and he's still in the mix right now for the MVP race. Next, Kyler Murray at number three. Baby Yoda, as they like to call him. Uh, he's starting a new uh, touchdown trend where he, go, he goes in the end zone, gives him the Baby Yoda, but it's not just him doing it. We got other teams going out there and doing it. I think I saw Oh, man, who was it that went in? I think it was Chris Godwin that went and scored a touchdown, and he broke out the baby Yoda. So Kyler Murray is uh, setting trends here in the NFL. But right now he's got 1,000 yards passing, averaging 335 yards a game with seven touchdowns and four picks. But it's just how well he's led this Cardinals team that we got him at number three. Number two, finally making it on the list. And shame on me, I probably should have had him on the list before then. It's Matt Stafford at number two. He's thrown for 942 yards so far, nine touchdowns, one pick. He could easily, easily be number one on this list. Probably should be in most people's eyes, but I got him in the mix. And Stafford has been a low-key MVP candidate since before the season started. Everybody was talking about how they thought he would be uh, right there in the mix for the MVP. And you know what? So far, so good, especially on my list. And number one, Derek Carr. Derek Carr right now. 1,200 yards passing. He has not thrown for less than 386 yards, ladies and gentlemen, in the first three games. That's 386 yards in the first three games. He's got six touchdowns and two interceptions, but it's just the way he's carried this uh, this Raiders team and kind of just giving them a different feel. They're the heart attack. They're the heart attack Raiders, in my opinion. They're the heart attack Raiders because their games have been woo. That's all you can say is wow. In each of those contests. So one more time, there's Cooper Cup at five, Henry at four, Murray at three, Stafford at two, and Derek Carr at number one. All right, everybody, that's it. That is it for this week's episode of one-on-one quick ones, the NFL power rankings. This was the week four edition. Of course, we'll be back for week five next week. Once again, like I say, every show, make sure you go check out all our shows here on the network. Go check out Commonwealth Sports Talk. You know, make sure you go hit up the Legacy Maker Sports podcast with myself and Jeremiah Quimby. You know, make sure you hit up uh, our YouTube channels and check out all our shows. Uh, the Three Putt Golf Show with Victor Herrera 
you know, we got so many things going on. Make sure you hit up Monster Minutes with Becca Cottingham, who's just killing it in the NASCAR game. She does amazing things. So you make sure you check all of us. Just go out there and just see what we got going on, man. Plus, our man Ty Montgomery is bringing articles each week uh, with – He's bringing articles each week coming along with the tales of the week, you know, so just be out that he's covering ODU football this week. I mean, I, I can go on and on Joe Dillard. He's out there doing his thing, covering the Washington football team and so on and so on. So just check out, just go to LegacyMakerSports.com. Check us out, man. See what we got going on. Once again, everybody, I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. Until next week. Peace. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one.